Welcome back, everyone. This is a special edition of The Rundown. We're recording here on a Tuesday afternoon, a beautiful Tuesday afternoon in downtown Durham. I've got a special guest for you today. He's got an art exhibition up at Art Space uh, in Raleigh, in downtown Raleigh. It's been up uh, since April 20th. It'll be up through the weekend uh, with a closing closing reception uh, this Saturday. Uh, my special guest today is Cheryl Rowland. Cheryl, introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. Uh, happy to be here. Thanks for coming on. Cheryl, you've been working on this particular exhibition for a while now. Kind of give people a little bit of background about who you are as an artist and, uh, you know, reaching this point, uh, doing the the Art For Us presentation, kind of how you reached that. Awesome. Uh, Yeah, I started um, this art career in grad school at UNC Greensboro. Uh, And during that time, I was wrongfully convicted of a crime uh, in between my first and final year of grad school. Uh, Then I came back and made my most notable work, The Jumpsuit Project, uh, about that experience. Um, If people don't know about that, it's it's up on the Black on Black Project website. Um, You know, check out The Jumpsuit Project. There's a lot of really uh, dense, powerful stuff there. Um, So, you know, that'll that gives uh, obviously a huge context to the art that you're working on now. So definitely um, dive into The Jumpsuit Project if you're not familiar with that work already. Yes, please. Ditto. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so uh, that experience was a lot to handle in a lot of many uh, in a lot of different ways. Um, and so there was a lot of things that I had in the back of my mind uh, that kind of developed as I wore the suit. A lot of questions uh, about life, about, you know, moving forward, this, that and the fourth. Um, what were you studying in, in grad school? Studio art, uh, which is kind of it's open, meaning you're just practicing to be an artist as, you know career um so yeah while i was going through that process in that studio space i had these art form international magazines um and they were sent in to me uh while i was incarcerated in washington dc um so i had a a good bit a good stack and i wanted to make something out of it Uh, naturally i'm a maker the jumpsuit project is a performance piece um and i was just kind of marinating trying to get the right translation of what i wanted to say through these pieces um and then uh, I talked to Mike Williams, who helped me curate the show uh, at ArtSpace, <coughs> excuse me, at ArtSpace, and um, I told him I had this idea. I think it finally came to me that I wanted to uh, start making these new pieces, new work, uh, to kind of show a different view on the experience as a whole. And did you have a particular angle in mind uh, when you started at UNC Greensboro, when you were first getting into art? Was there a particular expression that you were hoping to present with your work? Or were you just, you know, delving into a lot of different ideas and and mediums as a studio artist? Uh, yeah. Uh, when I entered grad school the very first time, uh, I was coming from a design background. Uh, so to kind of swap it over to this conceptual art side, um, I just wanted to get messy, uh, like working with all kinds of materials, uh, found objects, uh, and that's the kind of space that I was operating in. Um, and then I got taken out of it, uh, went through this process, uh, through this journey, and didn't want to make art again. Um, and <clears throat> thinking about that and thinking about the process, that's kind of what led me to that title, Art For Us. Uh, and in the simple fact of how I started to create work while incarcerated. Um, before that, I had like out right now, I have resources to everything, right? I could go to an art store, supply store, whatever. But in there, we didn't have anything. So art for us, meaning like we accumulated a lot of things, archived a lot of things, shared things. If you had 
um, a magazine with pictures and I had the Washington Post with Sunday Comics, uh, we could lend each other visuals or language uh, to make a birthday card. Um, uh, I don't know, I miss you, I love you portrait, whatever for somebody else. And so this notion of like shared creating with the very basics that really shaped the foundation of me like moving forward once I got back out. Yeah, and that seems to be the nature of um, of where a lot of art uh, inspiration comes from. Is just like whatever your environment is, whatever's around you, whatever you have access to. That's you know that's what you use. I mean, that's where a lot of street art, you know, graffiti and things. Um, you know, the birth of those mediums is just like, you know, what's around me? What 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 can I do? Because it's um, you know everybody is fi- trying to find ways to express themselves, but you know, not everyone can make their way down to their, you know, Michaels or not just paper or whatever um, to, to get, you know, access to, to all the different resources that um, especially a lot of, you know, high-end and fine artists have. Um, and so what, uh, now that you're kind of on the other side of this, do you have a particular um, medium or now that you've, you know, worked with a lot of uh, different types of materials and, and makeshift materials. Do you have a particular medium or um, is your approach to, to art different now that you've had to um, really like scrap to, to put things together? Uh, yes, totally. Um, I let the idea, um, the inspiration or the idea kind of dictate what materials I use to reference or develop a language. Uh, if that's not too complicated, of what I'm trying to say. Right. Um, so I think even like you guys uh, here at Runaway, I think you guys do the same thing. Like we all see the same things every day. It's just sometimes we have to step back and see them differently and then try to communicate what we see to others. Uh, and I think that's where I'm at right now. Like I saw things every day, the things that I've accumulated, this, that, and the fourth, and I'm trying to um, express myself through these objects. Um, and so a lot of my work lately <laughs> has been therapeutic for me. It's like the only way I can kind of get these stories out, get this, that lived experience out and in a way that I can accept it um, and own it uh, and kind of walk through life confident about it. Yeah. Are there artists, uh, either you know, peers of yours or uh, older artists that inspire you, that you look to, to help um, you know, think about ways to use art and use language to express what you're what you're feeling. Oh my goodness, there's so many. <laughs> uh, Theaster Gates is a big one. Okay. Uh, there's another guy, Hank Willis Thomas, um, Sanford Biggers, uh, Titus Kafar. Uh, these guys are like, kind of like been my four horsemen almost. Okay. Looking and kind of like, not doing exactly what they did, but. Um, just kind of see their approach um and they're very wide range they're not one dimensional um and just kind of like thinking that way letting be let the idea be the main source of of the creation for sure yeah hearing you explain um you know how you're using art to you know the way in the way that it's therapeutic and how you're using it to um you know, get through these these experiences and these feelings that you're having. Uh, it very much reminds me of when I first started listening to hip hop music and listening to guy, you know, the the OGs, the Nas, Jay Z, uh, Tribe Called Quest, all those guys. They they were going through this a similar experience in that they are absorbing all these things around them, good and bad, and they're translating it for people so that they can engage in the conversation, um, yeah. and that to me is is a big part of what 
what art is supposed to do. We were, um, you know, we were talking to us, our friend Salim Rushamwala, Kid Ethnic. He's a great uh, videographer based here in Durham. We did an interview with him for our other podcast, The Super Empty Show. And, uh, and he quoted us uh, from another person, an artist uh, that inspires him, saying that art is like a black box and that, uh, you know, you go in it one way and when you come out of it, you should feel different or you should be changed in some way. Um, after you know experiencing or engaging art and so um, that you know really stuck with me and I, and I feel like that um, people will get that same experience um, engaging with your art as well that um, that it will certainly change their perspective about um, their own experience about um, about your experience as well so um, so we got the show coming up on Thursday talk just a little bit about that because it's not just you that'll be presenting there you've got some some poets and some other people presenting as part of the show yeah uh, so give people a little rundown of what that uh what that's going to be like uh yeah so uh essentially we have some students that came to the space uh and interpreted the work um and they came in and then they took all notes that they developed brainstorming reading the work interpreting the work and now they're going to come and present it uh seven o'clock uh, Thursday at Art Space. Great. Um, it's going to be dope. I can't wait uh, to get that. That's what it's all about for me. Uh, I spent so much time with the work myself. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's like almost have in conversation with myself so much, you just get tired of hearing that voice, you know? And so what they bring to it is their own experiences, and that kind of like bounces back and, and they can express it in their own way. So I'm excited, super excited to hear what they get from it and what they, what they bring out of themselves, like you said. Like, they are going to put themselves out uh, by doing this too. Right. And I imagine that their uh, reflections on your work will also, um, you know, inspire you either in your next project or even in reflecting on this current project, uh, Art for Us, uh, you know, their perspective, like you said, kind of stepping back, having an objective view of the stuff that you've been working with for, you know, months and months now. Um, so and you've got Dasan uh, Ahanu who's going to be there as well. Um, he's, uh, you know, a lot of people know him from the poetry circuit mm -hmm. here. Um, long time presence in the triangle hip hop community. Uh, so great to see him as part of the uh, exhibition as well. So we're going to take a quick break uh, and we'll be right back. I'm back with Cheryl Rowland. His show Art for Us is up in art space right now in Raleigh. It'll be there through May 12th. Uh, again, there will be uh, a, a spoken word performance and a conversation on Thursday, May 10th. And then the closing reception will be this Saturday, uh, May 12th. I've got my friend Mike Williams here uh, from the Black on Black Project. He's worked closely with Cheryl uh, to produce this exhibition. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Thank you for uh, having me, Justin. Um, you know, I I'm excited for, for Cheryl these past couple weeks uh, to share this body of work. And just to be a part of it as a, as a co-curator and as founder of the Black on Black Project is just really exciting because this is the type of work that we, we want to do uh, and we want to help 
show artists and, and other curators that they have the agency to do this kind of stuff and work with organizations like ArtSpace. So big shout out to ArtSpace, uh, Anna, Mary, the whole team, Ileana, uh, Mary Kay, Katie, everybody, Brett, what up? Um, and for Cheryl to share this intensely uh, deep uh, personal body of work, I think is, in, is incredible. What excites you about the show? Like th the idea that we can take this aesthetic of of art and and collage and paper making, and then it's on this level that someone like me without an art background, it resonates with us because of the subject matter, um, because in our community we have in the black community we have so many uh, people who have interactions with law enforcement uh, and to see a brother go through something and to be willing to come out of this and share it uh, as you know his process of of, of, of therapy uh, as he alluded to earlier I think that's exciting and that makes art accessible and I think there's this huge myth in my opinion that art is this accessible thing and it's not accessible, because I think we have the wrong definition of the word accessible. Just because the door is unlocked and it says open does not mean it's accessible. And if you don't understand that, think about it some more. Um, and I'm one of those people that feel like, in a lot of instances, we need to show people that, no, it's open and we would like you to come in. This is for you. So I love the title of this show, Art For Us. Um, and I think it's just amazing, and I salute my brother for um, for sharing this body of work with us. Yeah, that's really important, the distinction between uh, what is available, or to your point, you know, just because the door says open doesn't necessarily mean the art is accessible or the conversation around the art is accessible. Um, so it's important that those conversations and that, um, you know, those experiences through art are expressed uh, in... Uh, as many places as possible and not just in our silos that we find ourselves in. Um, Cheryl, you mentioned off mic that you are interested in, um, you know, expanding your work and kind of having these conversations in other places, especially in your uh, hometown of Asheville. Uh, talk to people a little bit about, um, you know, what you're interested in specifically in Asheville uh, and where you see this experience kind of lending itself to building conversations there in Asheville. Um, yes, uh, Asheville's my hometown, so I have a lot of roots, a lot of roots there, deep roots there, a lot of family, uh, and I've, I've been blessed enough to have the work that I've created lately, uh, been able to go outside of the art walls, go outside of that white walled four room space. Um, so I've been able to display this work in public institutions like libraries. Um, I've talked about this work at churches uh high schools charter schools middle schools all over all over um so I kind of want to take that back home um through these communities outside of North Carolina that I've been able to have access to and be in conversation with um it's wide in my view and and I'm I found that I'm able to reach a lot more people and this conversation that I'm having is useful for everybody um and it's not uh, you know, again, I use therapy in a way because at, at one time I thought I was alone in sharing this this story, this experience. But the more I got out and shared it, I understood that there are a lot of people who 
were like myself, like wore the same shoes, looking for somebody to connect with. Um, and so I've been able to get out and connect with people, and I want to kind of go back home and connect as well and not stray too too far away from the nest uh, and kind of give that um, open up that dialogue for for my family and friends. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, um, you know, being from Durham, have a, a very similar experience where you you don't want you, you know there's always work to be done in the place that you are you don't always want to think too much about you know i gotta go here and i gotta go to new york and i gotta go you know to the, the miami and la and like do all this these big um, grandiose things that there's important work to be done in the place that you're rooted um and so uh to hear you say that and to be thinking about um, now that you have this platform and this, um, you know, opportunity to be able to take that back to Asheville um, and to help build a foundation, um, you know, through which other people and other artists that, um, you know, have similar experiences or may have similar experiences or are also finding their uh, their voice through their art um, can be inspired and and look to take those next steps. And so, um, you know, yeah, again, I it's really important work, and I'm I'm really excited to, to see the exhibition and kind of see where you go from here. I think that's the, the one of the dopest things about it is this, this paying it forward concept. Like we need to create opportunities for other folks. A lot of times it's like, yeah, we, I need to get on or I need this and that. That may be true. Fact. Okay. Uh, period. New line. But like, how do I help somebody else? and then they help somebody else, and then they help somebody else. And I did not think this way always. It, it took me going through some some things in my personal life, um, some in my control, some out of my control, that I woke up and I was like, nah. It's really about like us as a, as a group, whatever that group is, whatever that community is, working together to, to do stuff. And so for, for me, any exhibition that I work on with an artist, I want that artist to go and then maybe he mentors somebody or maybe she goes and she goes and creates a, a fellowship program or whatever herself. So that's what's cool about in this process with Cheryl is hearing him talk like that. Nah, we, we got it. We're a team. We the Avengers out here. My words, not his. Um, but that movie is out right now. Um, you know, am I Black Panther or you Black Panther? Wait a minute. <laughs> um, you know, I'm more like a Killmonger type. Uh, straight up but I think what's really really what's really really cool man is is to to hear a lot of artists sort of sort of talk like that a lot of the artists I deal with are about building these micro communities and, and really really paying it forward so I think that's dope yeah it, it's it's important especially in a in a smaller community where the resources maybe aren't as abundant uh, to think about how we can all collectively come together and, and pool our resources and really make something happen because it does lend itself when we talk about accessibility, um, you know, the more that we can pay it forward, the more opportunities there are for, um, you know, people in similar situations, people of color, people with less access, less of a voice to have that voice and to have a similar opportunity to have art up in art space, you know, through the black on black projects. So, um, you know, you guys are doing good work. I don't want to turn this into a huge love fest, but I appreciate the work that you guys do. Again, uh, that conversation is Thursday, May 10th uh, at art space. It starts at seven, it goes till nine o'clock. Uh, and then the closing reception is uh, Saturday evening.
Can I just say a word quickly about Dasan Ahanu uh, and the work that that brother's been doing for a long time? I ran into Dasan several weeks ago, and he was like, yo, what do you have going on? Like, whatever you're doing, how can I support it? And I was like, bruh, we we got some heat, man. Um, you know, and, and I said, this this artist, this, this guy, Cheryl Rowland, uh, from Asheville, went to UNCG, had a situation, and and I, I feel I feel like you have the poets, you and your team of poets would really love um, to hear about this brother's story. And Desan was with it, man. And they came and Cheryl gave him a little talk uh, about the work, his background in the show. And they are writing some 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 things that I think you will enjoy on Thursday night. And I hope everybody can come. And uh, he, he asked us if we wanted to to like see a preview as in read some of it and sure it was like nah to what he said earlier like I I want to see how they experience it and how they sort of uh, what they get from it and I'm excited we ran into somebody on first Friday uh, my man Johnny and he was like ready uh, and so this is just going to be great I just want to big up Desan. I mean this is a love fest right um because because he he's putting in a lot of work man and just a really really good sharp brother man just so I, we love to support him and collaboration again raising everybody up um making sure that we all have a place at the table and that we can create the table period like it's our table to create uh and we can all come together man and i just think if we can continue to work that way i think we'll be i think we'll be all right that's a great way to close this show. Cheryl, you got any uh, any remarks you want to leave with? It's kind of hard to follow, but. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, check out Jumpsuit Project. Check out the show this weekend. Uh, thank you for having me. For where sure. can where can people find you outside of the Black on Black Project website? You got uh, social handles you want to throw out there? Yeah, uh, I have a Facebook group, the Jumpsuit Project. Uh, the Jumpsuit Project is also an Instagram handle as well. Uh, and my website, jumpsuitproject.com. Great. Well, definitely check out Cheryl there. Uh, come to the shows on Thursday and Saturday. Go to the Black on Black Project website. Uh, see all the other exhibitions and events they've been curating. Mike's been putting in a lot of work in that regard. So definitely support the Black on Black Project as well. And with that, this is another episode of The Rundown. We'll see you guys next week.